The White Rose How can we expect righteousness to prevail when there is hardly anyone willing to give himself up individually to a righteous cause? Such a fine sunny day, and I have to go. But what does my death matter? If through us, thousands of people are awakened and stirred to action. Sophie Sophie and her brother Hans were members of a student resistance movement in Nazi Germany up until their execution in 1943. The White Rose were responsible for the production of leaflets as well as the running of graffiti campaigns against the established social norms of the Goebbels propaganda machine. Hans and Sophie were both teenagers in 1933 when Hitler came to power and were enrolled into the Hitler Youth and League of German Girls respectfully. But it would be Hans in 1936 who would first start to begin to question the promises of the Third Reich. When Hans arrived at Munich University in 1940, he became acquainted with other disillusioned youth, such as Alexander, Willy and Christoph. These young men would become the early core of the resistance, inspired by university professors and church leaders such as the Catholic Archbishop August von Galen, who violently opposed Hitler's forced medical euthanasia policies for patients deemed incurably sick or impure. The first leaflet. Isn't it true that every honest German is ashamed of his government these days? Who amongst us has any conception of the dimensions of shame that will befall us and our children when one day the veil has fallen from our eyes and the most horrible of crimes, crimes that indefinitely outdistance every human measure, reach the light of day. And for the Germans who would later claim that they had no idea or recollection of the atrocities being committed by the Einsatzgruppen death squads on the Eastern Front, it appears the information was available for these young adults, as they would write in the second leaflet. Since the conquest of Poland, 300,000 Jews have been murdered in this country, in the most bestial way. The German people slumber on in a dull, stupid sleep and encourage these fascist criminals. Each wants to be exonerated of guilt, each one continues on his way with the most placid, calm consciousness. But he cannot be exonerated. He is guilty. 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 Sophie's fate would become forever tied to her brothers after discovering evidence of his involvement at home and became resolved to join the movement. As the Nazi war machine was defeated at Stalingrad, the movement believed now was the time to step up efforts in getting the average German to passively resist and end calls for total war. However, as we would find out, the average German would instead channel their support behind Goebbels' new speech. I ask you, do you want total war? If necessary, do you want a war more total and radical than anything we can ever yet imagine? 
Germany in any case has no intention of bowing to this Jewish threat, but rather one of confronting it in due time, if need be in terms of complete and most radical suppression of Judaism. Now people rise up and let the storm break loose. Hans and Sophie, who had avoided SS detection till this point, had been reported by a university employee who saw the pair distributing a suitcase of leaflets. When the two were caught and questioned, they calmly denied all involvement. Though the interrogators in question carefully collected every leaflet and placed them perfectly back into the suitcase. The two would be tried and executed though this would not be the end of their involvement in the ending of World War II. The leaflets from these individuals, including Hans, Sophie, Christoph, Willy and Alexander, would be taken up by the Allies and dropped in 1943 onto a slowly unravelling German populace from the sky. The letters would also be published by the New York Times, though the fate of these individuals would not be known by its readers. I knew what I took upon myself, and I was prepared to lose my life by doing so. Hans Schultz